So, Fat Man. So, Canadian Sleazy? Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, regular Sleazy got bombarded with piles of Asians in his house. So, I'm uh, so, over. so he's living the dream. As I show off my sweet new merch. Uh, I hope you step on a Lego also. <laughs> which you can find uh, at thewrestlingshow.com. I know. Great great to get those plugs in early, see? Yeah. <laughs> and my kids freezing, so I can only say it wholeheartedly later. Yeah. Or you can your shirt. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, no sleazy, because he's living the dream with all the Asians that are actually related to him now, technically. So, that's... There's incest porn. He's just tapped another so, <laughs> so, actually, sleazy's living the dream. So, uh, we're going to talk since daddy... Oh, that's weird saying that. Oh, that was weird. I was gonna say since daddy's out, the kids are gonna play. That's weird. Uh, uh, that's just weird. Okay, okay, you gotta stop talking. Uh, okay. Um since the since, tech, since, she, 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 uh, since I was the, gonna say since the dead weight is out of the show, uh, we are going to talk impact wrestling and sacrifice. Everybody, this is Canadian Sleazy. This is the Fat Man, and this is the most of the extent that I put into doing Sleazy on the shows until the ending, and that's usually when Fat Man does all the plugs because I don't have it wrote the fuck down. Uh, leave Hint: I don't either. <laughs> so, uh, as you've heard through his chips and chirps, it is uh, again. I'll, I'll, let me get it right now. Let me quote myself: "The man of a thousand marks, Chip Willis." Hey guys, for the people that don't watch us and listen to us, he pointed at himself to make sure you knew he was him. My head, man of a thousand marks, the arrow pointing down. Okay, so before we touch on anything on the card, and I guess you're going to run the segment, but I'm just an impact guy, so I know it. We should talk about the two major things that came out. That I mean, happened you before can, the pay per view. Uh, you can run if you want. Okay, okay. Oh, now, but do all your all stats? Yeah, I got just... Mel- I got Meltzer's times and or not Meltzer's. I got uh, uh Christian Thompson's yeah, it was star ratings and stuff. Else, oh. but it's definitely not part of this show. Okay, so I'll just throw it to. You. Oh yeah, fuck it, I'll run it. Cool, and I'll just throw it to you for the information that we need at the start. Okay. But Josh Alexander vacating the title. Mickey James probably going to vacate the title. Yeah. But Josh Alexander. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> that was so a- sad. Can we please have a moment of silence for Josh Alexander's title reign? He carried that fucking company. And sp- spoiler, it shows. It it shows. Really? Yeah. I yeah. Anybody watch pre-show? Yeah. No, oh, Eddie Edwards defeats, and I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> By Pender Jujar, yeah, yeah, well, sure. Ray Walt couldn't even announce the guy's name right. 
It's simple. Eddie Edwards. <laughs> yeah, winner, Eddie Edwards. I mean, yeah. Oh, man, he dropped him on his neck, though. That was vicious. I feel what move he did, but he dropped him right on his neck, and, and like Eddie was like flexing his fingers to make sure that he still felt them. Yeah, I, it was good. I, I came in on the second match. Oh, Rosemary wow. and Killian King, which is a fucking fantastic little match. It really was for such for an opener. I mean, I'm pre show, but I uh, know uh, he went, he just uh, a side, side. Sideways suplex, it looked like, but he landed, but he definitely planted him right on his neck. And like the referee had to ask like five times if he was okay. Um, it was, I mean, it's Eddie Edwards. I enjoy watching Eddie Edwards, but man, that guy he was wrestling cannot wrestle. Oh, Gunja. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Punjabi. Um, wow. Wow. I'm... That's probably where he's from, that part of India. Um, Anyway, two stars. <laughs> I did, the only, he is the, not from that part of India. Oh, I was just going to say, the only way to ask him, does he work at a gas, actually, at a gas station or a 7-Eleven? Like, which, which Indian? Funny. Area? He's built from Pujambi. Amazing. <laughs> See, we, we, we can't even make it up. I know. Re- oh, and you can't make this up. He was trained by the great Kali. Oh, I could tell. Oh, my God, could I tell? That's why he dropped Eddie Edwards on his head. It made him look like a slinky. Okay. Uh, what was your opinion? Uh, outside of Eddie Edwards winning, what was your opinion on the women's match on the pre-show, Chip? Oh, uh, it was good. It was definitely a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Let's throw uh, Mary. See, uh, she's good like that. She is. I hope to see more of her in the future. So. Uh, we get to the opening match of the card. Speedball Mike Bailey, Jonathan Gresham, hit him with the stats. 19 minutes and 30 seconds. Christian Thompson gave this three and three quarters. Ryan, you can start. Thanks, other Ryan. <laughs> uh, you, wait, wait, hold on. Before you start, have you seen Blank Man? No. Oh, my, oh my God. You should, you should. I'll look it up. It's a movie with Damon Wayans. He plays like a, a superhero. His name is Blank Man. And his sidekick yeah. is literally called The Other Guy. So I was hoping he would say, Thanks, other guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as much as I don't like Jonathan Gresham, just because it's the same reason why I don't like uh, Zach Saber Jr. and like that kind of style that you're really good technical. But if you don't sell that much, like, meh. Uh, I like them here. And I really think the right kid died. I think Mike Ball Speed, Mike Ball Speed Bailey. That's his name now. <laughs> Mike, Mike Ball Speed Bailey <laughs> should either get back to exhibition title or be put in the main event scene. I seen your mouth open, Fat Man. So I'm going with Chip. Oh, I, I was watching uh, <laughs> NXT. Um, Chip. Um, yeah, I I really. I liked it for an opening match. I like anything Mike Speedball Bailey touches. Uh, that did not sound right at all. Um. Anyways, I um wrestling wise, him and Gresham, it was it was good. Uh, right kid definitely died, and I do agree he should definitely either be the next exhibition champion or hell yeah, put him in the main event uh, scene. But man, uh, wise uh, three and three quarters. 
So I guess I'm the underrated piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I, I literally, first literally, literally in my notes, I said, I can, this match is what I see why Ryan doesn't like Jonathan Grisham. And you're praising it, and I'm the one that normally praised Jonathan Gresham. I and... think I'm, I'm praising it more because of Mike Bailey, because it was a good little match. Because I like the last time the two of these guys fought, and I didn't think I was going to because of Jonathan Gresham. I, but... I, I, it was a good match. I gave it three stars, but I mean, grounding Mike Bailey for a technical match. I'm sorry, grounding Mike Ball Speed Bailey for a technical match. Thank you. <laughs> um, I don't think it was a good idea. I know that's Jonathan Grisham's style, but Jonathan Grisham can work that fast pace too. Um, but he shouldn't. And this is where this is where I liked it because this is where Jonathan Grisham should have done this style better than he does other people to try to keep Mike Ball Speed Bailey down. And I think it went too damn long. Ray Kid definitely died, especially when he's facing Tanahashi. Yeah, but uh, but I, think, I think this went too damn long for the style they were. They were having. I'm just like knee drop on the head on the apron was sick. Yes, that was. Uh, they, they could have gave some time to the next match, which was for the Impact Digital Media Championship. Joe Hendry, fat man. I believe in Joe Hendry. Took on Brian Myers. Hit him with the stats. Eight minutes and fifty seconds. Christian Thompson gave us three and a quarter. I, I absolutely love this match. I thought this was fun as hell. Brian Myers is so fucking underrated. And Joe Hendry's finally getting a push in a major promotion, we'll call it. This is a perfect, when you overlook impact, you're going to see good gems like this match. Bad, bad. Eh, I'm, I'm pulling the sleazy here. Uh, it was above average. It wasn't. It was better than an okay match for a house show, but I don't think it was still a good match. So Ryan hates this two and three quarters. Okay, um, why don't you just say three? Um, <laughs> the last few minutes were fine. The right kid died. It just, I don't know. I just, it, it, just, it seems like they were going through the motions to get to that last, which is every match, but like, it just seems like, <laughs> seems it like just seems like for doing the match. Yes. It just didn't seem like it was just like, eh, eh. it was, yeah. I think there's nine minutes of two people that are shining on the impact roster. And don't get me wrong, Brian Miners, Miners, Myers is shining 100%. A whole new impact roster here tonight. Yeah, but it's just, <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. This maybe just seeing Hendry just with big meaty men slapping meat with Moose iPhone for the last months. Him going there, it, it, yes, obviously it was a different style, but it was just like I think that's where Hendry shines is those big uh, guy uh, matches. Do you, do you think that Moose being involved would have changed your opinion of that match? iPhone, um, no, because like if it was a three way, it was a three way, no, 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 I'm not even talking about uh, just him the, being at ringside, no, yeah, because, no. Uh, as you know, the more barred him, well, yeah. Morello or Demore? One of them barred Santino. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. I think it, it made sense for the story for him to be banned from wings. Excuse me, ringside. So I'm fine with that. It just, I don't know. Just, In my eyes, it, 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 they could have gotten more time. And I have a problem with any match really under 10 minutes because you don't have any way. I mean, minus the story that's already been told, like in the past, like background information. 
people to watch the product. Um, it's when you give people 10 minutes in a, in a match, it's like doing a, a very quick scene in theater and you don't get the momentum. You don't get the energy. You don't get, you don't get to fall into the character or in this case, fall into the psychology of it to bring it across for the fans. So I would give it a two and a half. Okay. Okay. For match for house. Sorry. Learn to give it. I don't usually use that, so ha. Diano Peraza, Giselle Shaw, hit him with the stats. Nine minutes, 41 seconds. Christian Thompson gave this three stars. So far, Christian Thompson is on the straight train of this is a really okay show. <laughs> uh, he's not wrong. Uh, I really think Giselle Shaw should have won for what happened after the match, but... Tasha Steele. I'm, I'm fine with it. 100% uh, agree. And as the person has to impersonate the women's wrestling enthusiasts here, uh, Titty? Just Titty? Just Titty. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, just one, not two? Okay. Just one. Just um, one. So everybody can be included with just one Titty. You don't know whose Titty I'm talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's your titty. It's yeah, yeah. Really, it doesn't it's, matter. It's, it's your titty. Only fans. Backslash um, the wrestling show. So it was an okay match for a house show. Like I. So that's been your run this whole show. Were you just not feeling this pay per view? Like this your man. I think the Josh Alexander <laughs> yeah, thing took me out. Like I, I, I don't. I, man, I just wasn't feeling this. Like. I mean, I agree with you, but I think Giselle Shaw should have won this match. Um, even without Tasha Steele's coming back, I think she should have won this match. But uh, I, I just it was okay. It was okay it was, match for our show. It was okay match for our <laughs> show. It was watchable. You don't, I mean, you don't have to skip it. You can nothing you can skip really. But sure. Um, again. It's under 10 minutes. I just didn't see. 19 seconds. You're going to be picky. I'm always picky. You know this. <laughs> okay, wait. I want to see you with a pay-per-view with a time watch. You better have a stopwatch. You better fuck you, man. Second hits 10 minutes. You're like, now I can enjoy it. It can't go four. It, it can't. It can't go four stars. It, it, it wasn't 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but it was eight. It was eight minutes and 55 seconds. Okay. We're not sure how show. <laughs> Um, <laughs> now, uh, yeah, I, I don't understand why they didn't give it to Giselle, but I mean, with Tasha coming back, hopefully it'll give another angle for them to go with this. So, okay, I, heard, I thought I heard Diana's uh, contract was up soon, so that could be a play in it. Could be. They are pushing hard on her. The reason that this year was really kicking off, push- she was mounting off about Chelsea Green, so mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. She's just a, he's hilarious to watch on WWE. My wife hates it, but I, I, it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I I would like to add this to the next match. Oh, fuck Chris Jericho! Talk about a man to reinvent himself and continue growing. PCO versus Kenny <laughs> King. Wow, Batman! You know what to do. Oh, uh, ten minutes and thirty eight seconds. Hey, four, we've four stars immediately. Um, uh, KT gave it three stars. Chip, I I mean, 
I liked it. I liked the involvement with Eddie Edwards. It continues the PCO Eddie Edwards storyline going. Uh, three and a half. Batman. Oh boy. Um. See, I already just know like the rest of this guy. Am I actually going to write this show higher than Batman? Probably because yeah. the rest of this, um, I'll start off by foreshadowing and telling you the rest of this character to me was really good. Um, the short circuiting spot will never not be dumb. Uh, PCO was oh. I've never liked. I've liked him, dude. The guy puts his body on the line, especially when that fucking apron spot. He takes oh. sick bumps. Um, that apron spot was ridiculous. It's always ridiculous, but he needs to shock himself back a lot. Fuck off. It's part of the gimmick. Th- th- I was just going to say, he's, it's not a gimmick for me. You know what I mean? So I'm, I've, since day one, I've been critical of P- the PCO. I know you're going to bring in the Undertaker and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. Every time. But <laughs> every but, fucking time. Like, but I, I, I don't know. I just, Two stars. Fuck I, you! Oh wow! I just I wasn't wow. feeling it. Like you need to go in a corner. Should no. we have left jo- hey, Josh? Hey, read. <laughs> I don't know how to read. You don't know how to read? I hope you get my Nintendo. Thank you so much. <laughs> you don't know about endorsements either. <laughs> I, uh, I was not feeling this, as you can tell. Not feeling this card. So. Yeah, you go, Chip. Yeah, you go. So, if you didn't know Josh Alexander was not going to be part of the show, would it have changed your mind on anything? And this is going to be the dumbest answer in the world when he says yes. No, I don't think so. I honestly don't. Brian, way to fucking that take you, Brian. I, I, I don't think it did. I just think you didn't seem to be very in looking forward to this pay per view as it was with Josh Alexander or without Josh Alexander. Normally, you're all about you're all up on Impact Wrestling's dick all the time. Saying, <laughs> uh, Says the fucking new no 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 not even all the time. Mm-hmm. I just say Josh Alexander is the four star king. No, you always four plus star. You that's always, it. Hey you hey. Do not deny your dick sucking on impact because you sucked. But I, I suck their dick. But fucking chips over here every ten seconds in the group chat going New Japan, New Japan, New Japan, New Japan, New Japan. Well, because I got to keep off today because y'all don't pay attention to it. Why should we? Because <laughs> we're a wrestling show, you numb nuts. Hey, are we in hey, Japan? I uh, I read it and then I listen to Chip and Sleazy. I I I don't watch everything, but I read up on it and I understand how most shit goes. Oh, by but, the way, Sonata. Uh, uh, shaved, shaved who? his beard. Who? So not- who? We're talking about an impact show. Who? I know. He, well, he, he, next week. He got my ADD going. <laughs> Asshole. Hey. Uh, next match. Again, I oh, can't wait to Whoa. hear how you rate this uh, one. <laughs> um, Lince Dorado, Trey Miguel, singles match for the X Division Championship. Stats them, Fats men. 11 minutes and 49 seconds. Three stars. KT gave it three stars. How low did you rate this one? Two and three quarters. I don't. Dude, it was boring. I don't know. I don't know how a match between Trey Miguel and Lince Dorado in the year of our Lord 2023 was boring. I I don't understand. I don't get it. I I think you need to go rewatch this show. I don't get it. I I was bored. 
I was bored through this match, and I don't know why. I literally said, I don't know why I was bored in this match. <laughs> I watched it. I paid attention to it, and I'm sitting here going, God, this match is going forever. And then I'm like, four minutes and 50 seconds? Are, are, you, are, you, are you turning into the person that shall not be named? Don't like what? any floppies or anything like that? No, it's not that. Yeah. It's just- now, first off, Fat Man has never liked flip floppies. He's more wrestling story based. Second, yeah. I, yeah, I don't, man, I don't know. I'm kind of afraid to ask you the next three matches just because, like, <laughs> this okay, was so- a really good little X Division match and a good showcase for Trey Miguel. Obviously, Trey was going to win, but, like, it's it still, also, he has a little- good opportunity to put that doubt in your head sometimes. You know, you know what also I think has to do with it is that. That crowd was kind of oh dead the whole night. Yeah. Like they they were they popped for who they needed to pop for, but for the we got spoiled with Elimination Chamber and Revolution and the Raw crowds have been freaking awesome. And yeah. we go to this crowd, which was sold out and sat on their hands. And I'm just yeah. like, they're not popping for anything. So it was, it was a big crowd too. Yeah, holy fuck. So I'm just like, they weren't. Where is Brian in Windsor, Ontario? How big arena was it they were at? Do you know, dude? He's it's because he's Canadian. I mean, they play hockey there. He's a hockey. I don't know fan. how to click a fucking button to see though. I got it right here. Um, it is. Oh, it doesn't have the attendance. Um, yeah, what the fuck? It's not a big arena. I would say. St. Clair College of Applied Arts and Technology says when you click on it. Yeah, that's what it says. Just says St. Clair St. I would say maybe 5,000 at the max. But even so, you can make those small buildings sound great. And that that crowd was just I don't know, man. Maybe that maybe that has something to do with it too. I I don't know. So I can agree with that because I have issues in the past with the crowds that didn't like the show was amazing and the crowds brought it down big time. So, oh, what, what match are we on again? Oh, the Trey Miguel, yeah, X Division, yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, I want to give it higher, but it was such a short match. But I did like did like it, so I'll give it two and three quarters. Oh wow, he gave wow. it the same rating wow. as me. Well, I should say three. You're ignorant fucks. Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Next match. The mighty don't kneel. Bad so, dude, Tito. No, 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 no. I can't do it to myself. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. Thank you. I do. <laughs> <laughs> the mighty don't kneel. Bad dude, Tito, and Shane Hayes take on the Bullet Club. Ace Austin, Chris Bay. Before you hit with the stats, love the two of them in Bullet Club to represent Bullet Club America. Now hit them with the stats. <laughs> Ball minutes at 25 seconds. Christian Thompson gave this three stars. And you, as the underrating piece of shit of the night, I gave oh. it. I am not the underrating piece of shit. <laughs> he is. Because I gave this three and three quarters. This was great. Finally, <laughs> finally, a good match on the show. Not like a, not like a eh, match. Six match in. <laughs> finally, a good match on the show. And that's all you can really say. It was a really good match. Obviously, the right kids died. Exactly what this car needed. So, yeah, I really love this match. And, spoiler, this was my match of the night. I can see it. Chip? I mean, spoiler, it was my match of the night as well. Um, 
I go I go four stars. Uh, and I just well, because Bullet Club's in it. Fucking oh, Mark. Well, you just fucking call me Meltzer, you son of a No, bitch. I said you fucking Mark. You basically compared me to Meltzer because it was in Tokyo. Because movie. no, because Bullet Club, you're in New Japan, Mark. Therefore, you rate everything higher. Just like Meltzer. Yes, I'm comparing you to Meltzer. See, that was a lot, lot, long way for you to just say yes. I'm a dickhead, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I loved both T- TMDK and Bullet Club. They put on a great match. They're both well balanced. They both are have good chemistry in the ring. It was just really, it was aesthetically eye pleasing. Well, fancy. Uh, not much different, I can say. I love good tag team matches, and this is proof again. I will go back to again. Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and Bull Club. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. They're both a perfect fit for them, and with the Junior yep. Heavyweight Championships, they should have them doomed, too. Yep. Concur, uh, <clears throat> sir. Uh, next on the docket it was the Busted Open match. Basically, First Blood, Thomas Dreamer, Brother <laughs> Bullis Ray, Batman statistics then. 11 minutes and 13 seconds. Christian Thompson gave us three and a quarter. Fucking Scott Demore with the Canadian Destroyer. That's my opinion on this. Fucking Scott Demore with the Canadian Destroyer. I knew we could do it anyways, but it still looks so impressive because you never expect it. Oh, my God. I nearly lost my shit when I saw that. Because <laughs> he lands it so clean, man. Like He doesn't look like, no offense, but he doesn't look like a guy that would land it cleanly, and he yeah. did. Yeah, every time. Uh, Max was good. Anybody else have any, like, the ad and what buddy give it for the stats again? What was the stairs? Three and a quarter. So buddy's been like threes all night with the show, anyways. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I I I'll agree with him because Darren McCarthy got involved. I'm a huge Darren McCarthy fan. Um, back to his Red Wing days and him getting power bond was awesome. Bump to see him take. And can we be over with a Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray? I, I swear we've done this in the past with another company. Numerous no. times. We haven't? No. They've no. never feared. I'm, I, but I'm, I'm, I'm tired with you. Let's end it, please. Are you tired because Tommy Dreamer moves like I do? He does not move well anymore. You are correct. <laughs> I don't know what you're all thinking. This was 100% the worst match of the show. This was a one star match. This was fucking terrible. Um, yeah, it was more. Yeah, but for you, it was more of an saying, angle than a match. Yeah, this, well, Nothing really happened though. in it. Like he hit him with a cheese grater, and then he bled, and then he hit it, which was good heel work by Bully Ray. So that's why they get to one star. But that was it. That was the match. And then the hockey player takes the bump. And then the best part of the match was after the match when the hockey player took the bump and when fucking Scott Demore yeah. nailed the Canadian story for the pop of the night. So, this is where we have the difference of opinion because I like stuff like this that further storylines and one hundred percent furthered it, and that's why I'm giving it to one star. And <laughs> man, that was the loudest I heard that crowd all night when he hit that destroyer. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. they woke. I mean, no offense, maybe because it was in Canada and it was a Canadian destroyer. I don't know. Yeah, something and racist. It was Scott and Scott Demore. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Fat Man, do the line. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. I do. Trios match main event. Time Machine versus Frank Kazarian, Rich Schron, and Josh. Ad- oh. <laughs> 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 
the next Impact World Champion, Steve Macklin. Stats them fat men. Oh, this is going to be a five-star match because this went 21 minutes and 55 seconds. And Christian Thompson gave this three and a half. I will start as the tag team uh, expert. And I thought this was matches of nice. And I thought with the loss of Josh Alexander, Steve Macklin really picked up in his role in this match to play the character he was playing. And the right kids died going into the match to make everybody else think Macklin's not going to win that fucking belt when he deserves to be the champion. He's that good. They told the 100% right story. And I think this was what they're going to do with Alexander anyway. I think Hoshida was going to make him tap here. And then Alexander was going to beat him at Multiverse. Um, Multiverse, yeah. Multiverse United. That's what I thought was going to happen. Um, So, but the Macklin story, I think it makes even more sense. Because he's been beating world champ as a world champ as a world champ. Then he finally gets his opportunity, and Kushida makes him tap out. Like the, this is his opponent at Rebellion. So yeah. this was this, as story goes, this was the best match of the night, action wise. I think it was the tag team match, um, but or the other tag team match, the the tag title match. But um, yeah, this went. I give it three and a half stars to um, just perfect storytelling in this match. Um, three and a half as well. Uh, the I I liked it because the way they placed Steve Macklin, um, Kazarian and Swan didn't trust him, and of course, Time Machine is going to be against him. So it's kind of like he was on his own, and it gave him a chance to scout Kashida, even though he tapped out to him. But now that he's had a match, <laughs> smartly and quickly, love that. He totally spent zero time in that move. Yeah, like, fuck that. Yeah, because it hurts like a motherfucker. Um, but it gave him a chance to see how Kushida goes, and now he, he can use that to his advantage in the next match. Okay, Chip, final thoughts on the show? Um, I can't believe I'm going to say this because I don't use to say this. I really wanted to see Josh Alexander in that main event, not Steve Macklin. Um, but could have been better. I wasn't 100% fan of the show. But I didn't hate it. It was, I give it maybe three stars total. It was better no master house show, but it wasn't what we've been seeing from WWE and believe it or not, AEW. Uh, it, it was one of the weaker ones compared to the ones you all have had me watch uh, past year. It was definitely weak. Worst impact show in years. Wow, Jesus Lord. Um, not saying it was. Yeah, it was yeah, a very yeah. watchable show. The only thing bad on it was that bust open match. I didn't remember that further the storyline. So it had its purpose on the show. So I'm not saying it was an overall terrible show, but for it being impact was just been on a roll, putting out these great mad pay-per-views at your or special events or whatever they're called for since before the pandemic. And now they're this was the worst one in probably three years, and it's still a very watchable show. I have a question, Batman. Hmm. Um, didn't the last time they furthered the angle with the press conference or the uh, open mic thing that they had going on? Didn't you say the same exact thing? One star, and it was just. But that wasn't a match. That was just an interview. That was segment. a segment. Oh, that's true. Okay. Uh, right. I uh, 
I can't disagree with the feeling of this Impact show hasn't been as fantastic as our last Impact shows have been for us. So I get where you come with that. I did enjoy the show. Uh, I'm excited for Multiverse and see where everything spawns off, especially with the two lot downfalls of the champions. Mm-hmm. But now I believe it should be the perfect time for us to take one of those, uh, what are they called? Paid breaks or some shit that Sleazy got set up at the Asian porn company. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, we're back. I hope you enjoyed the Asian porn theme. Oh, my God. Damn, I didn't take control of the rest of this show. Yay! By the way, 100% better than what the real Sleazy has ever done in this show. <laughs> he looks like he's like having having a seizure when he turned around. Welcome back. Like, oh, my God. Slow down, bro. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know. He's he's just he's he's on he's, paint. He's, he's sniffing paint. Um, I only got a few things in news and rumors this week as compared to last week. So let's blow right that, through them. That's why I'm better than Sleazy. You want to know why? Because I was efficient running this fucking show and segment on Impact. Look what time it is, man. We got through the whole show and it was well talked about. Yes, and like Sleazy was all like, "I'm gonna spend nine hours on independent shows that no one's going to go to in Los Angeles." Anyway, here we go. Yeah, I know Dell's not going to any of them. <laughs> is he actually, he's actually going. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he's leaving oh. Thursday. Oh. So, John Moxley was on his wife's podcast. Oh, man, I read this. I'm going to read it all since we have time. Um, this is about uh comment on the CM Punk Instagram story. Um, I don't know what context this is. He just says, what? And Ryan's gone. Okay. He said, um, no, because nothing has unfolded. It's fucking annoying. Just because somebody said something, some stupid shit on social media, that's not news. But it is, and it ends up being a thing. I don't want to be dragged into this dumb shit. I can't fucking unload on a lot of fucking people right now. And when I start getting dragged into this shit, it tempts me to do that. But I'm not going to sink. I'm not going to fucking sink to that level. Okay. This part I thought was very interesting. So did I. I will say this. I will give you a tidbit of information from my point of view. The entire summer, I was not under contract with AEW. No contract. Free agent. I was at SummerSlam weekend wrestling Desperado and shit the day of SummerSlam. Fucking suplex him out a bunch of aluminum cans and shit cut in half. It was fucking dope. Uh, rolly eyes. Anyway, that was <laughs> not that was me doing the rolly eyes. Yep. Uh, I could have walked. I could have walked into SummerSlam at night with the AEW fucking belt. If I had, if I had, I'd been so inclined. Nobody knew that because I don't put my shit out there in the world and let everyone love that line right there and let everybody fucking know everything about my business. Okay. Now, this is a that rant was that long. I was able to walk around, come back. No, I'm not done. I'm not done. This is, um, the night in what's his dicks that's CM Punk talks about Minneapolis is the night he came back hopping on one foot after me and Jericho wrestled. Badass match, by the way. We later, of course, he has to put it over. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Right. We're talking later about stuff. Bear in mind, and at this point, I basically don't work there. For all intents and purposes, I don't even work here. Tony Khan is not my boss. I don't even, this is in up to that point. Right. Uh, I don't even have to be in the room. I don't even have to do shit. So even me 
being in this room and offering and agreeing to do a storyline that puts you over at a pay-per-view, which was all out. If anything, I'm bending over backwards for Tony and this dude for the, for the company, basically, basically because I don't have to do shit. If anything, I was bending over backwards. That's it. It's not even controversial. I'm just telling you how it is. This is another thing I found very interesting. I will say this, and I hate to say this. I don't think I've ever said anything remotely negative about AEW, but I will say this as an observer, it seems like I spent eight years on the Indies, did a couple years of developmental, did eight years at WWE. I have never seen so much bullshit drama in one place in my entire fucking life. Yeah, I when I read that, I was uh, relaxing in the bath, and I my jaw dropped when I read that last part. I'm like, oh shit, seriously. Even Moxley's getting fed up with that shit. Um, but he would he wouldn't come back to WWE, would he? No, he would. I think. But here's the thing. Um, the two interesting things is weren't actually about CM Punk. The the, the two interesting things that I thought about was. Him not being under contract for a whole summer, pretty much working per date deals, and him talking negative about AEW, which I thought he would never, well, not never do, but at this point in time, I don't think he would. So I, I, I did find it interesting because I was at SummerSlam when he was talking about this. I know he was at Nashville, he was at the Nashville Fairgrounds that day for um, an NJPW Strong show. I believe. No, it's NJPW. They were on tour in America for um, uh, a quick minute, and he was wrestling there. And then that was in the afternoon. He could have definitely come into SummerSlam the night, and that would have blown everyone's mind because, like he said, he keeps the shit to himself. He don't put it on social media. He don't put it on Facebook, Twitter. He don't talk to dirt sheet writers. Exactly, because, I mean, even when he went through his addiction stuff and his rehab, you didn't find out about that right away. And it had been in the in the works because he doesn't talk. And I mean, of course you talk because it's his wife's show. So of course right. he's gonna un, 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 unleash everything. Uh, but no, I respect the guy for that because there's too much stuff. Like when we grew up watching wrestling and with kayfabe and not having the internet around, yeah, there were dirt sheets, but it wasn't as prevalent. You mean when wrestling was real? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> um, and, and now it's just like my wife will find something and she'll tell me. I'm be like, baby, why did you just tell me that? So <laughs> there is a reason why I purposely don't have a lot of news this week is because it's WrestleMania week. And I purposely, when it says spoiler WrestleMania or WrestleMania news, I do not click on it. Yeah. For Royal Rumble and WrestleMania are the two shows I do not click on. I do not want to talk about, and I know Sleazy has to listen to this to edit this, so I'm not going to bring him up because I know he doesn't want to hear talking about hear it. No, so that's saying we haven't really brought anything up either, which is good. No, and I'm not going to. Um, but it's just yeah. Every time I, I see anything that has WrestleMania 39 like spoilers, who could be showing up? I just go yeah. right to the page. So I don't. So I don't click on them. But those are two very interesting things. So even when your top talent is getting sick and tired of it, which means there's something wrong. Well, yeah, you got to learn how to. It's the it's the honeymoon phase in AEW is now over for these wrestlers. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And, and Tony Khan needs to start not being their best friend. He needs to start being their boss now. It's a really good beer. Tony Khan's really good beer. 
Okay, cool. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. I said he's a really good beer. Allegedly. Okay. Anything that has to do with Tony Khan. You need is- to say allegedly, yeah. Okay. Because he'll come at me on Twitter, bro. Um, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so did you hear that uh, Brett, Brett Favre, you know, Brett, Brett, Brett Favre, I know this isn't the sports podcast, <laughs> but you hear Brett, Brett Favre is suing uh, Shannon Pat Starp and, oh, Pat Mac- and, 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 and the same lawsuit. Um, barbecues oh Sharp and McAfee are making uh, defamatory remarks about him in connection with the Mississippi welfare fraud case. Uh, and he he has sued them as well as Mississippi auditor Shad White. According to the lawsuit, McAfee were to, referred to Farb as a thief and was stealing from poor people in Mississippi. That stems from allegation that Farb received $5 million from welfare funds <laughs> to build a volleyball arena for Farb's alma mater, the University of Southern Mississippi. Farb paid back $1.1 million, but has not, but has not paid back the interest, which was required or requested, I'm sorry, claiming he was unaware of where the source of the money may come. So essentially that, that that's what that's about. Pat McAfee said, bring it on, bitch. Well, literally his words on his podcast. Okay. Yeah, to quote the man. <laughs> so, I know Sleazy's not on the show, where we're going to talk about Sarah Lee, not <laughs> the food company, <laughs> the wrestler who died in October. Um, According to an insider, she was drinking heavily the night she died and was later discovered by her husband, former WWE star Weston Blake. According to the source, he had just returned home from work and had taken the kids out and was and was sudden when he returned home and discovered her. It wasn't intentional and it was accidental, the source says. There, are, there were no warning signs, according to the source, and Lee was, quote, never that person you would think would do that. <laughs> you heard that in life. So, yeah. uh, uh, breaking news. Hmm. Uh, it's just a lot, it's, it's not a WrestleMania spoiler because it's about the Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor. Remember how last week we were talking about they hadn't announced a six man tag match yet? Brian Cage is rumored to be leaving, blah, blah, yeah. blah. After their altercation on Ring of Honor TV, the embassy will defend the Ring of Honor World six man tag team titles live on pay per view against Grand Metalik, Blake Christian, and AR Fox. Well, we got new six man tag titles champions. Um, well, going back to, to Sarah Lee, yeah, it's always you can, you can say never will be the type of person to do that, but you don't really truly really know somebody. Bingo. And it's, um, she was probably dealing with a lot of stuff that even her husband didn't know. Like, and who says it wasn't intentional? Like, it was accidental. It could have been. An- and, and here's the thing, and we discussed this on both the Fourth Line Wonders when that show was around and on our show. Um, a, especially with the demons I fight, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You don't know what's in a person's head. And being a wrestler, Someone takes too many bumps to the head. I'm not saying they're going to go out and kill anyone, but they don't think clearly all the time. And that's what situations occur. Um, I hope it wasn't intentional. I hope it was accidental. But 
regardless, whatever demons she has, she is free of them now. Makes you rest. Uh, um, <clears throat> two injury news. Alexa. Mm, Alexa. I haven't done that in a while. Uh, she uh, is recovering from a skin cancer treatment. Yeah. Um, so at least she caught it early. So that's good. Uh, Ryan she said on the on on the voice. Either. I mean, on the mass singer, sound pretty good. Ryan's gonna hate this. One of one half of his favorite tag team, the Young Bucks, is out with a partially torn bicep. Yeah. The thing I think stupid about that is like I don't want to do surgery to fix it properly. I'll just do it regularly and come back faster. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I read that. It it de- it depends on how severe the tear is. Like if it's just yeah. a partial tear, then you don't really need surgery. But if it was a complete it's like tear totally ripped away from the body, then there's issues. Yeah. Um, one more thing, and this is everyone's opinion. I want to give thoughts on because I think it's um. I think we need to at least talk about it. The Omega Viking match. What was everyone's thoughts about that match? Because it's it's a love it or hate it type of match, which we all knew was going to go into. People bitching and playing on Twitter that oh, how could this be called the dream match? Who is he? Who's Viking? Oh, blah blah blah. Um, what did you guys think of the match? Brian, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Oh, I'll go first. I enjoyed the match. You knew going into it that it was going to be flippy-dippy AEW stuff. And for the AEW fan base who knew who it was and knew who that person was or anybody that followed Mexico who knew who that person was, uh, they over-exaggerated calling it a dream match using it as a promotional tactic, I think, to a bigger audience. I think they could have just said it that in promos instead of using it on the promotion of it. But the comment was the best one, like you pointed out. Omega was playing wrestling. And Viking Jr. was playing gymnastics. His shit looked cool, but there was not like. Yep, you, you stole my thunder. I was gonna say, yeah, it it looked great visually. It was stunning. It was absolutely a visual masterpiece. As far as an actual wrestling match with some substance, substance to it, there was nothing to that match. Absolutely nothing to it. And I also pointed out, and when I messaged it to the chat. That match is not for me. That match is for the hardcore AEW fans. Well, yeah. I do watch AEW and I am very critical of AEW. There and I but there's super talented people on that roster. Kenny Omega is one of them. Um and so when I see super talented people who know how to wrestle just you know just don't care. And and I think this more is more frustrating to me is like you guys you guys can be so much better than you are, but again, they're catering to an I guess you can call them the niche audience at this point. Um, and if that's the kind of wrestling who and they're making millions of dollars, who am I to judge them? That's literally what we do here, but I <laughs> but it's you know, I give them props for putting on a visually stunning mask or putting their bodies on the line, and uh, people want to love it, they can love it. Uh, is Dave Mouser 100% sucking their dick for giving that five stars? Yes, that was not a five star match, nowhere near a five star match. Um, I really want to know how much Tony Khan is paying Mouser. Allegedly, <laughs> no, I'm not saying allegedly to that. I want to know how much is Tony Khan paying Mouser to overrate his matches because it's happening, it's 100% happening. If that match is in WWE, that Mouser's giving that match four stars. 
I'm 100% positive on that. Mm-hmm. 100% positive. That same match with those same people and that same hype is on Raw. Meltzer's giving that four stars. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's ridiculous. But again, props to them for putting on a hell of a visually stunning match. Chip, what do you think? So I've been looking forward to this match for a while because I wanted to see it in AAA before Kenny got hurt. So when out of nowhere, when I didn't even know it was happening until you made a comment about the dream match. And when you said who, and you said El Viking, El Viking, uh, El Viking, you know, I was like, Holy oh, fuck, did you have a stroke? <laughs> yeah, basically, because I, 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 I know speak Spanish, but um, anyways, uh, you don't speak English either. We don't grill you for that. Fair enough. This is, this is true. Uh, yes, visually stunning, no psychology, no storytelling whatsoever. It was all about it being visually aesthetically pleasing, but. Yes, that guy is incredible when it comes to gymnastics. Wrestling, eh, not so much. But um, dream match, absolutely not. Honestly, I expected more from the hype that they gave it when it was going to be in AAA. Um, I'm not sure if it could have been more in AAA. Maybe we'll find out eventually because AAA and AEW are two different uh, federations. And they run their um, matches differently. Um, yeah, Kenny Omega didn't look like he gave a shit half the, half the match. Because he didn't. And that's... Why are you going to try and put someone over and not give a shit to make them look good? Is what I want to know. Not that Elva Vikingo needed the um, ability to look good. But wrestling-wise, he was okay. I wouldn't say he was good. I would say okay. But acrobatically... That motherfucker could fly. I and when don't yeah. keep going. And, and when Justin uh put up that on Instagram and hit the slow mo button and perfectly, he literally missed every rope on every move. And I don't know how the fuck he did it. And it looked even better at full speed. But when you when you really slowed down and broke it down, you're like, oh my god, he didn't touch any of those ropes. So I'm gonna make a comparison and I'm probably gonna get crucified for it, but here it goes. Al Vikingo is the flippity-flop version of Nick Gage. And I say that because if you take him out of... If you take him out of his element and you put him in a just a regular map-based standard basic wrestling match, he's going to get exposed. You think? I think. We know Nick Gage got exposed because all he does is just play down yeah, shit. Gage did not look good. But if he goes like when people, I hear people say, um, John Cannon's like, oh, maybe WWE, you know, if he gets higher profile, will sign him. I think he will be dead in the water in WWE. They don't know how to deal with. Well, I think like I think he is more high praise now or more higher ceiling with Triple H there, but. I don't think he would transition well in WWE. Oh, you know, I thought he was a lot bigger than he is. No. The way they made him look like from pictures and everything, he looked like he was like six foot two. And come to find out, I was like five foot seven. You're like, whoa, shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, but here's the thing Would Jack Evans translate well in WWE? I think so. Ricochet should have never transferred well in the WWE. 
and there's a good example right there, Ricochet. Yep, Ricochet knew enough to stop with the choreographed and worked more. I'm not saying that like you know wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying as he is right now, if you put a standard basic 10 minute match with no flips, I guarantee you he's not that great. Again, controversial. But no, I I mean I could agree with you. But um Meltzer did put it there's one thing I did agree with him and, and I hate to say oh, that with Meltzer. What a fall. Um is uh it as much as it the match wasn't for me, it did showcase Viking O in a hell of a spot. Yeah. That so very true. So props for them. Again, props for everybody. I don't think that match was as good as diehards think it is. Um, I think we can all agree with that. But now do they do they run it back again in AAA? Like it was originally planned. If Man, like, unless they're putting Viking over on a triple on a triple mania. What Ryan said. Well, I didn't hear what he said. Sorry. Not unless they're putting Viking over. Well, they got to because it's their own guy. No, they don't. Kenny Omega was was Triple H fucking champ for how long? Yeah. Mm, that's true. And in JPW went and gave him the title right back. So yeah, good call. Um yeah. Paper toss. Woo! Oh, normally it's plugs, but Ryan's sitting there doing nothing. So Rusty Show Hold on. Can can I even see you put yourself over? Okay, other guy. Come find us on Redis uh, Wrestling Show. I know at some combination of Sleazy Fat Man, The Wrestling Show, The Wrestling Show, She's the Fat Man, and Fat Man's a Bitch. You can find all of our stuff on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Fat Man's Mom's House. Oh, uh, I am at my mom's house. <laughs> this is my parents' house, yes. Yeah, it didn't look like the normal studio. <laughs> Chip, put yourself over. Uh, you can find me and Fat Man tomorrow night. On the best arm sports show, period. We're talking NCAA, we're talking men's and women's, we're talking football, we're talking hockey, basketball, and the upcoming baseball season. Make sure you follow me on TWS underscore Mark. That is what four A's on Twitter. So I'll do this properly Twitter, Instagram, TikTok as Sleazy Fat Man, WrestlingShow.com, Facebook.com to Sleazy the Fat Man, Twitch is Sleazy the Fat Man. <laughs> Or the wrestling show. One that of them, the, like Ryan oh. said. Um, uh, <laughs> Let me redo the exact same thing Ryan did. Ryan said. <laughs> um, yep, at TWS Fatman on the Twitter. Sleazy says TWS Sleazy. If you ever want to tweet that little fucking bitch. Uh, oh. Yeah, because people aren't here, so we get to tell them off. Deets, fucking idiots. No, we tell them off every week. Fuck Deets. Right. You know, he's just... We're going to review a show, but I'll come on and, you know, just make, talk about a conversation about the show that I didn't watch. Right. Uh, yay. So, uh, please, he isn't here is because of that. He didn't watch Sacrifice. That's the real reason. It's yeah. not because of all the Asians. It's not because yeah. of his incest One Asian yep. fetish. It's that he didn't watch Sacrifice and he doesn't want to, uh, represent. Impact Wrestling. He doesn't want to give them any credit. Because there's no Asians. Literally an Asian literally an Asian won the main event. So. Okay, well, but he's also 
Literally an Asian one. Literally <laughs> an Asian one that made a pet. <laughs> but it wasn't an Asian female. That is true. I mean, that's what we know, at least. It's the fun- <clears throat> so for Canadian Sleazy. Hey, you well, forgot the only show. You forgot the OnlyFans.com backslash wrestling show. We promoted no, like three times already. Yeah, go ahead. You were the one that promoted it. I don't know why you forgot well, your I, own I, words. I this is why we don't have you run segments. You don't remember your own bits. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so for Canadian Sleazy. For the fat man. This has been the rest of the show. Thanks. Peace. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Fuck Tony Khan. Allegedly. A hot dog is not a sandwich. A sub is not a sandwich. A burger is a sandwich. Sleazy will be back. Not next week. But next week. But next week, because we're doing a WrestleMania special on Thursday or Friday next week. So Sleazy can be on that. Next week, I think we're doing Supercar Code of Honor and, and Stand and Deliver and maybe Multiverse. And maybe Multiverse. Multiverse, hey. multiverse and Reviews. <laughs> it is the Multiverse and Reviews. All right, guys. See you. Nothing to